0: Well, welcome to The Journey. My name is Kevin Polkey, and I am the uh, host of uh, The Journey. Today, I would like to just do a little bit of a reflection on um, uh, an event that we, uh, a day that we designate to celebrate uh, fathers. Uh I want to first start off with being uh, sharing a little bit of gratitude um, for my own father. Uh, my my first. Memories of, of my dad was when I was obviously a youngster, and not only was my dad bigger than life—that's probably because he was six, six one, six two—and and a former uh, former college football player, former All State in in football at Beloit, Beloit Memorial back in the '60s. Um, so he was always and and had, had until my adult life always. Uh, bigger than me, bigger than life. Um, and I remember looking at his old yearbooks and his old letterman jacket and looking at the pictures of him uh, playing football in high school and then later um, playing football at Iowa state and, um, and again, this impression in my mind of my of my dad was uh, because he was uh, a maintenance electrician at, at a local uh, manufacturing industrial uh, company in the Rockford area. Um, he was an individual that, uh, again, could could fix anything or at least gave it attempt to to fix anything. Um I remember one of, the, one of the things that also stands, in my, stands out in my mind of not only his ability to fix, fix things and, and make things and do things like that, but then also um, you know, his, his athletic background as well as his uh, love for uh, watching me compete in football and wrestling and then later in bodybuilding um, and being a fan um, from, from that aspect and then grateful that he would take on a second job um, when I uh, went to college so that I would not have college debt um, for my undergraduate. I spent two years at a community college and then um, with his assistance and my mom's assistance, they helped pay financially for my tuition and and my rent when I went to Illinois State. And was able to, um, after two years of being there, uh, was able to graduate uh, debt-free so that when I um, later went back to graduate school, I was able to uh, take care of that myself. So this idea of being grateful um, for my dad, and then also grateful that um, in my early 20s, I got introduced to um men's work or men's psychology or what we called back then in the late 80s early 90s was referred to as the men's movement and I have been uh, not only was an integral part of my life and helped in my development and my healing um, but it's also something that I have uh, concentrated a lot of my clinical work toward doing working with um working with men and how to uh, be men of integrity in all their affairs and men of honor um, in all their relationships, regardless if that's with their um, parents or siblings uh, or with their uh, with their partners or with their offspring, as well as the relationship within the marketplace uh, or at work, either if they're an employer or employee. And so I've been running groups um, out of out of my office at KP um, since 1980 or since 1997, um, and they're weekly two hour groups. And so I've really enjoyed that process. I know that for me that that element of having a circle uh, of men, uh, a sacred space for men to learn the male mode of feeling, and then being able uh, to learn how um, to be the man that I want to be versus the imagery that I had in my head via uh, TV or, or stories that I was, uh, that I grew up around. And that uh, those breaking down some of those stereotypes that uh, real men don't cry, real men don't show, show weakness. Um, uh, don't ask questions because they should already know the answers, all those different types of things that were in- integral for me and my development to be, Um, the best uh, that I can be as a husband, as well as a father, which leads to, for me, um, kind of another piece that I'm not only grateful to be a son, but that I'm also grateful uh, for being a father. Um, My oldest is 25. Uh, Caleb, I've mentioned him numerous times and my daughter, 22. Um, I remember... um, when he was born when Caleb was born and actually even before that when Diane was uh you know when she first found out she was pregnant and during that time period I I clearly have memories of that the, the specialness and the sacredness of that time period and being dialed in on um thinking of of him uh, we didn't know for sure uh, that we were having a boy meaning we never had any of those tests done to determine if it was a boy or a girl um, it's another story that i can talk about some other time of of knowing slash sensing that um that i was going to have a son um, but uh but upon his being born upon his birth um and then you know two and a half years later when sierra was born there was this time period that not only was it was super exciting as well as scary um and clearly even though i was a social worker and had been a counselor for an extended period of time at that point um still we totally didn't know what we were doing um but i know that being able to just really dial in and focus on them and try to block out the other distractions. And as I was speaking with my neighbor this morning is that um, there definitely was an element of making it up as you are going along and that you learn about yourself as your uh, children, um, as I had Caleb and Sierra reflect back to me. I don't think, including currently, I don't think there was a favorite time for me because each time period in their development was my favorite time. Um, it, it was amazing how each, each growth time period, um, or milestone that they would seek after or develop into. And then, and then, and then pass that milestone that each, each time period or, or stage was, um, A joy in itself, obviously, for a lot of different reasons and, and as anybody who's a parent can can understand there was different uh, obstacles that they had to face some of them were health, um, some of them were academic, um, some of them were social or inner relationship wise, but, um, but each. Of those stages, I am very grateful. Now them being young adults, and Caleb uh, done with graduate school and now working as a social worker, as well as Sierra finishing up her or finish up her undergraduate degree and starting her master's in social work, um, that being able to see them at this next stage um, or this current stage in their life has been also a joy because the conversations are different. Um, and and they're bringing more and more to the table. So this particular, um, you know, this particular talk today is really um, about reflecting on um, your father. And I know that that each of us may have a different experience with that. And um, a lot of that may not have anything to do with you. It may have to do with choices that your um, father may have made. Um, for some, that may be someone who was your biological father. May may not be the one who stepped up and was your uh, was your dad. In that case, there may have been another uh, male that stepped into that role, or another adult that stepped into that role. Um, but each of us, uh, regardless of the uh, the role that uh, our father and dad had in our life, um, we do have that. Uh, aspect that we um, can be grateful for, as well as sometimes we may need to do, um, as we would say in, in, in counseling, um, to do work around. So again, this idea of, of being able to be grateful for um, what we have been given uh, throughout our life, I would uh, just invite us into that process. As always, I uh, enjoy being with you and enjoy sharing some thoughts or reflections um, along my journey, and um, and always uh, always open and welcoming um, feedback and uh, of your thoughts as well. And you uh, have a great week, and look forward to being with you next week.